Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Tiny Shutter Podcast. This is a show all about iPhone photography, and we have other surprises, too. I am Mark Sadowski. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. So, as you know, by, by the sound of our voice, we're, we're switching it up a little bit. Um, Tiny Shutter has had uh, a pretty crazy week behind the scenes. And uh, I wanted to step out in front and kind of talk about it because some folks are going to see an immediate change and some folks aren't. Uh, On the back end of Tiny Shutter, uh, I'd like to say that things are held together by... Uh, Joe, what would you say? Like duct tape and unicorns and unicorns, uh, uh, pixie dust. Yes. Right. And and (laughs) a lot of those don't exist as we have come to find out, which made everything fall apart. (laughs) Well, let me, let me, let me give everybody a kind of a glimpse into last week or the last episode. So I, I went through, I did my editing, put everything together, uploaded the episode onto the website And, you know, on the off chance, I usually check to see if it pops up on the podcast feed and it wasn't there. Like, hmm, that's interesting. Cheesy instantaneous. So I waited a little bit and still wasn't there. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. So I contacted Mark and said, Mark, uh, I can't find the episode. It's on the website. I did everything correctly, but it's not there. And of course, I looked onto the website as, you know, my producer role uh is want to do and uh, it's like oh crap i actually have to do some work <laughs> i uh i had to dig in and the the service that we were using for uh for the podcasting i'm not going to mention their names uh but they but they are representative of a fruit uh <laughs> they uh just up and stopped working just they 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 were saying it was our fault and it was like how is this our fault it was well, it was something like too much uh too much caching or something like that apparently it was raining money because they said know, we have right? too much cash um <laughs> it was uh I, so i was on the horn uh, by on the horn i mean uh, email exchange with tech support for literally just one round of uh, exchange. And then it was, I've never heard from them since. And uh, the, the problem was that uh, the, the podcast was just not updating to the Apple feed. Uh, some of the smaller feeds were getting the episode and it just, just up and didn't work. And so as I was seeing that we weren't going to get much help from uh, the, the, the company the, X the service, <clears throat> I had to look for alternatives and we kind of toyed around with using anchor for a while. And uh, it was, it seemed like a solution that would kind of free up the website itself 
and maybe allow us to get some uh, ad revenue in because with Anchor, you can advertise. And But we held off on that because, one, we haven't really had any advertising on the site uh, for a long time, not since uh, the, the early days. And, you know, way back when, the ads just didn't feel like a good fit. But I see what you did there, Dave. <laughs> um, so it just, we, we held off on it, but this kind of forced our hand into using Anchor now. Uh, so with that, we are going to probably in the next few weeks start introducing advertising to the episodes uh, right now, I think I have them set up to be at the very end of the episode. And we are kind of playing it by ear to see a good transition, first of all. Um, and two, can we make it fun for everybody? So with the addition of regular advertising, we might introduce some fake ads just yes. to get some, uh, <laughs> get some uh, fun, fun reads off people. Uh, this is something that we were doing with the lens wipe years ago where we did nothing but fake advertising, which probably hurt us in the long run because we couldn't get real advertising. Wait, wait, wait. You, you don't happen to have II at the ready, do you? No, I, I don't have any of those that, that, I, that, that is lost to time. Um, but Hey, we, we, we don't need to look back. We are going to move forward with fresh new fake ads and make them photographic related. So, you know, that that's just throwing it out there to to um to everybody to you know, this is what's been happening because everything, you know, trying to fix the back end has delayed me considerably. Last week we were supposed to have a YouTube episode that we were going to put on uh on the YouTube feed. And I just completely ignored that because I was just racking my brains on how are we going to fix this problem? And, and ultimately we never fixed the problem. It was just not, we, we just moved everything to anchor and that was actually a really, I mean, if I had just moved everything to anchor years ago, this wouldn't be an issue at all. I mean, moving to anchor was really, really fast, uh, <laughs> fast, easy. Gee, that almost sounds like an advertisement for anchor. <laughs> uh, but I gotta say, uh, Anchor really saved our butts. It's uh, uh, it w- it was the only method that that we all could come up with that would uh, allow us to uh, keep the episode going up on a regular basis and uh, easy to use and uh, w- with our restrictive knowledge of you know back-end website operations you know i mean the we're all photographers <laughs> we're that's yeah. kind of our limitations so and uh, and you know for people who are just tuning in and, and finding our show we're not new at this we've been we've been doing this for quite a while um i mean this would be episode 341 so we're, you know, we're not just, hey, you know, we've been doing this 10 episodes and you know what, we needed to find another thing to host our, uh, our episodes because we have these big ideas. 
you know, we're not, we're not here, uh, you know, about the advertising. We're not here about, we just want to get our content out. We want to be able to get people involved and, and, you know, listen to us jabber on, you know, and have fun. But, you know, this isn't, you know, something that, you know, we kind of like thought, Hey, let's just go ahead and try this. No, you, you, you know, we went years, you know, how many years have we been recording? 2012, right? 2012. I think it was 2012. Yeah. So 2012. Been, so eight and a half. So yeah, we are, I'm happy to say that we are the longest running iPhone photography podcast out there. Uh, I, I, I can't say we're the only iPhone photography podcast out there. There, there are many others who, who, who tried for a few months and just stopped doing it. But uh, I'm very happy to say that, uh, you know, we are, the long, the the longest running iPhone photography podcast, and with Anchor, this gives us an opportunity to expand our reach because with uh, the the service that we were using before it was very limited. Uh, they the, anything that would show that to another audience just wasn't happening. Uh, so now we are available on Spotify and all the other. Uh, third-party apps that that are out there, but Spotify that seems to be the big one that everybody is using for podcasting now. Um, that along with the Apple feed, so got to roll with the times, I think. And uh, this this gives us a good opportunity to be seen, or in this case, heard by the largest amount of ears possible. So, are we getting better stats than we did with the other service? That is the other thing. Holy crap. Anchor has allowed us to, with, with just one week's worth of uh, information, we, we have been getting more information on our listeners more than we got from the other service. Again, the other service, uh, and I, I don't want to knock them too much, uh, but I'm going to knock a little bit. Uh, <laughs> well, Greg and I still use the other service for other feeds. Yeah, you but, know, but... Before the it show, not, they were not helping us, <laughs> right? And, and anything that we, anything that you wanted extra was going to cost extra. It was going to be like twelve bucks a month, and then thirty bucks a month, or another X amount of dollars per month. Uh, it just kept stacking on and stacking on. Uh, with Anchor, it's just you know, here, hey, here's all your information. And prior to you know, us doing the show, I showed you guys what. Um, uh, Anchor was showing us for statistics, and it was pretty awesome uh, how how far we could break it down. And so that's just going to allow us to to you know get more information uh, and be able to provide a better show for everybody. And now, on top of that, now that we have everything squared away, we will start putting the episodes out on YouTube. So if you want to know what any of us look like. I'm sorry. (laughs) We are there to disappoint you. Although Matt's a good looking guy. So at least you need that. Uh, (laughs) Oh, and, and Mark, after looking at those stats and how the information they gave us, Ed and Peoria, Illinois, why why did you stop listening halfway through the show? I'm kind of interested really. I mean, 
the, the, the post pick at the end. I mean, you gotta you gotta listen to the end just for that. I mean, come on in. It was a Windows phone, and so you have true. to give them a little bit of slack. That is true. That is true. It's all good. You gotta squirt. You gotta squirt your uh, content when you can. <laughs> so with that, you know we we hope that we can uh, provide the very best episode uh, to everybody. And, you know, we want to continue this uh, grand tradition of, I, I got nothing. We look, we, we just wanted to, we, we just want to be able to do the show and, and get everybody uh, uh, the best content possible. And now uh, we get to continue to do so. And, we could get a little scratch extra. Um, that's going to help us again, grow the channel. And uh, so what we're asking for is uh, you, the listener, if you are being inundated with ads, definitely let us know because that is something that we don't want to happen. So if you experience any uh, adverse feedback, uh, let us know tiny shutter at gmail.com. You'll be able to let us know, you know, what is it that you're hearing? Is the ad bad? Uh, is, is it uh, offensive? Let us know. And, and we'll be able to uh, take care of things on our way, our end here. If it's a native ad and it's offensive, then yeah, you're just going to have to deal with it. But you know, <laughs> if it's an Android ad, then I'm, I, I, I got to let them play. Look, they, 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 they need That's something. Right. Th those poor, poor souls. <laughs> um, so, well, and this is their thing. I'm assuming, and I just want to clarify for the audience, you have no input on what ads get put in. I have some input. Okay. Um, I need to continue reading the instructions, uh, but I'm working but, through But just, just listening to other podcasts and occasionally you hear people say, hey, we've heard feedback and because of what the service they use, obviously not Anchor, they yeah. say, we, they just put the ads on and we have no input. Yeah. And the podcast is like, hey, the ads that they're serving us is 100%, is 180 degrees opposite of our views. But if you don't like them, fast forward. Otherwise, we're taking their money. And obviously, no one listening to us is going to like these people. So think about it that way. <laughs> I want to I kind of avoid that because... Well, no, I understand. Yeah. I understand. That's why I was wondering in terms of how much input, because I don't know. And I think listeners may be wondering. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm getting, a, I'm getting this. How much control do you have over as a podcaster, as the person directly inputting and you know tweaking the dials a bit right and what i'm saying is we're about to find out okay but yep. first things first let us know what you're hearing <laughs> and we'll kind of feedback go. very important right on so with that gentlemen how are you guys doing this week so far so good i think right uh, on <laughs> have you all seen the comment yet no I have seen it with my bare eyeballs, but uh, haven't had a really good look at it. But uh, yeah, yeah, my wife and I took a drive down to the bay um, a few nights ago and checked it out, and it was kind of cool just to say we've seen it. I've I had, have, uh, I actually, I've had daily thunderstorms. 
mm. uh, this heat wave oh. we've been having. And so I haven't really ventured out to, you know, try to find it. Well, say I haven't ventured out. I have tried look because it's where it's where it's at. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. Northwest, yes, is where you're looking. Is right by right over a streetlight in my front yard or my it's in front in, in my street. So it's even if it was pointed towards my backyard, I would have a little better luck. But there's a little too much light pollution where I live to really get a good glance. Plus. We've been overcast, but not really rain. Rain would be nice. If it was rain, um, I still probably would need the portable air conditioner, but maybe not as much if it cools down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Matt? Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you don't mind, I'll tell the guys about Friday night real quick. Yeah, um, definitely, because that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Friday, at least here in, in Ohio, was like a crystal clear day. And, uh, you know, I was thinking earlier today, like, man, I, I got to go out tonight and try to, you know, photograph this comet. And, um, you know, towards sunset, Mark calls me and he goes, hey, are you going to try to go out and photograph that comet? And I was like, actually, yes. Like in just a little bit here, I plan to, to head out. And he was like, all right, cool. You know, I'm going to go out too. So, um, you know, when you go out, give me a call. So I, I drove out to a a place about, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes away from my house where it's quite a bit darker. And, um, uh, you know, and then I'm on the phone with, with Mark and, you know, he was already at his location and he's saying, you know, I can't really see it with my eyes, but it's showing up on the, you know, on the, the camera. Um, you know, the sensor's picking it up real good. And Mark, you got some, Absolutely fantastic shots. So while you're talking, I am going to share the photos. So oh, cool! That's a good idea. Um, yeah, totally amazing. So um, when I got to my spot, um, got out of the car, and then kind of like once my eyes adjusted to the darkness and everything, um, I was pleasantly surprised that I was able to see the comet. Um, you know, just with my naked eye, although it was very faint. Um, and then, yeah. uh, um, you know, a minute or so later, there was an older couple, uh, in the parking lot that were fumbling around with something. And I asked them if they were there to see the comet and they said they were, and they said, you know, do you know where it is? And I was trying to point them to it, but you know, it was so faint. It was really hard. Um, yeah you know, without some sort of visual aid like binoculars or a spotting scope or something to really, uh, um, point it out to them. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I got a few shots too, so I'm, I'm not, um, unhappy, I guess, you know, I, I'm pretty pleased that I was able to get out and get some pictures of the, of the comic. Cause, uh, um, it's not every day you get to photograph a comet and, um, you know, I was pretty, pretty stoked that I got anything that turned out really. Um, and then the, you know, the flip side of it was, um, I, I had a lot of failure <laughs> and I learned yes. I, an absolute boatload about, um, really just everything that relates to photographing the night sky in terms of, um, what my, 
what my camera, now we're not talking about an iPhone right now. I'm talking about my Sony camera, but basically what it's, capabilities and limitations are um in terms of like getting a, a usable file out of it you know that's not just filled with noise and you know looking all crunchy and crazy um and then also um you know most of the time when i would photograph the night sky i'm kind of photographing like the milky way or just all the stars and you know you want to get as many in the picture as you possibly can so you're shooting really wide angle lens um, so I have a 16 millimeter lens, which on my camera is more like a 24 millimeter equivalent. Um, but it's F 2.8. So pretty wide, uh, aperture, you know, lets in a lot of light and at such a wide angle, you can get away with, a you know, 20, 25 second exposure. Um, not too much real, of the stars. Yeah, yeah. There's no like apparent movement. So the stars still kind of look like nice little pinpoint, uh, dots in the sky. Um, but with the comet shooting that wide, the comet would be like really tiny in the picture. Yes. Um, so I wanted something that was a little, you know, a little closer view or whatever. And, you know, thinking in my head of like, Oh yeah, these are the exposures that I typically use. Um, I knew I had to be faster because when I'm zoomed in more, you know, that movement is going of the night sky is going to show up more. And, um, I just didn't realize how fast. So, you know, I'm on the phone with Mark and we're talking about our exposures and, and, um, you know, he's sending, texting me his pictures. I don't know if you have Wi-Fi or, or Bluetooth or how you're able to send me those pictures so quickly, but um, I took a photograph cool. of the screen and just said, that. Oh, that's what it was. It was okay. Very basic. Um, you know, and then, uh, like, I was just excited if the comet showed up in the picture because through the viewfinder or even on the LCD screen on the back of the camera, like, I can't see it. You know, everything's yeah. just pitch black. I couldn't see a single thing. So I'm just pointing the camera on the tripod in the general direction. And, you know, I'm zoomed in to whatever, 100 millimeters or a little tighter than that. So my field of view is a lot narrower. So I'm just hoping and praying that, you know, I got it right. And actually most of the time I did, and I would just have to tweak it a little bit to get the composition, like how I wanted it. Yeah. But, um, the, the LCD on the back of a camera, and it's probably literally the same on an iPhone is really just full of lies and disappointment when you really, you know, get a chance to dive in and really look at the pictures because, you know, I'm shooting these pictures and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's awesome. That looks so awesome. And, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm making sure I got the focus, right? So I'm, I'm yeah. zooming as far in as I could zoom into the picture to make sure I got the focus. And I had these, um, shots that I took with a, with a 70 to 300 zoomed all the way out to 300. So that's like a 450 millimeter equivalent. Um, yeah, so I, you know, it's pretty a, long. It's a pretty big frame filling comet I'm getting not really frame filling, but it's decent size in the image. Yeah. And so I'm zooming in and I'm like, you know, the, the comet itself looks weird, but I could see these little pinpoint stars, like all in the background. So I'm like, killer, I got it. You know, I, maybe yeah. that's just how the comet looks. What do I know? I've never seen a comet before. Um, and, uh, when I, 
uploaded the photos to my computer and looked at them, the comet looked weird because it was streaked. A 10 second exposure was way too long. And then all the stars were streaked too. They were like, you know, a tiny little bar, you know, they weren't yeah pinpoint so i don't even know what the hell i was looking at when i was zooming you know way in i thought i was looking at it could have been noise or who the heck knows um but all of those pictures at 300 millimeters were unusable um uh so i was just gonna say that your uh that your the comet was out of your focal focal range your uh (laughs) your uh depth of field i meant (laughs) Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know. It, was that a joke? Being it jokey? was a joke, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, I need to get that soundboard and get that boo. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, th- that whole night, and, and it was probably a good hour and a half of photography or something, um, I was on, you know, on the phone with Mark like the whole time. And honestly, it, it really just felt like I'm out shooting with my buddy. Yeah. It was dark. You can't see him, but you could hear him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was awesome. You know, and we're, you know, we're getting to, you know, share photos back and forth and everything. And, um, and and then while I was out there, I ran into a, um, a fellow photographer, uh, that it turns out I follow on, um, Instagram. So, you know, we were talking and actually Mark was on the, still on the phone uh, while I was talking with this lady and um, she had walked by and asked if I'd gotten any shots and I showed her a couple of mine and she goes, Oh man, those are great and better than mine. And she showed me a photo on the back of her camera and it was freaking killer. I was like, what are you talking about? Like that is the coolest picture ever. She was clearly she being was complaining. Nice. <laughs> no, it was, a fantastic picture. She did and, an amazing photo and I wish I remembered what her name was. Oh yeah. Yeah. I should have looked it up or I should have got it ready to share. I didn't think of that. In any uh, case, she could get her um, own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there, where I specifically went to this spot that I went to cause it's at a lake and there's a, a certain road that crosses a part of the lake. And so like you could, be on either side of the road and have water in front of you. But on the one side, there's a a barn on the North shore. So you could theoretically have water in the foreground and then this barn in the mid ground and, and conveniently the comet above, above in the sky. And I'm like, that's exactly what I want to shoot. Well, I wasn't the only one with that idea. This, you know, other lady was kind of in that spot. And then she showed me her shot and it looked amazing. And, and she was telling me she was having like focus issues and was showing me and it was a little soft, but it wasn't that bad. And, and we talked about software and how to fix it and blah, blah, blah. So the, the next day I'm on Instagram and, and Grant, I didn't catch this lady's name. We didn't exchange names or ask each other about Instagram or anything like that. But the next day I saw that photo as I'm scrolling through Instagram and I was like, that's the picture. And, uh, so I, I messaged her and I said, you know, Hey, were you the, you know, the lady with the focus issues? You know, I think I met you last night and she goes, Oh yeah, that was me. I had like the three annoying kids. And I was like, no, you know, your kids were cool. Um, <laughs> and, and she was like, Oh wow, I can't believe that was you. And, um, you know, we follow each other on Instagram cause we're, you know, 
both in the Canton area, I guess. So, yeah. um, in any case, it was neat to, you know, kind of run into someone, um, that, you know, I've followed them for a long time on Instagram and, and her following me. And now we run into each other, you know, in person and out, you know, doing yeah. the same thing. And, and I ended up texting Mark a link to her photo. And I was like, look at the freaking photo she got that she was trying to tell me wasn't a good photo. And it's, it was better. Uh, than I did better than it was. It was amazing. It was solid. So much detail, like way beyond my camera's capabilities in terms of capturing detail and color in darkness. Basically, it was just out of control. Awesome. So, with that, I wanted to bring this to everybody's attention because. In the United States, at least, uh, I don't know how it's going to be for the rest of the world, but this Wednesday is going to be the comet's uh, brightest time uh, in its duration that we get to see it. It's it's going to be the closest that it's going to be to Earth. And then from then on, I think it's just going to start getting dimmer and dimmer. Uh, Matt, do I have that correct? Well, I actually can't say that you're correct or not correct about the brightness part of it. I just know that Wednesday is the day that it should be the closest to earth. But from what I understand that, that, that doesn't necessarily correlate with brightness because the brightness of the comet has to do with um, more of its proximity to the sun. than That is true. Proximity to the earth. And it is on its way. Uh, away from the sun. Away from the sun. Yeah, listen to me sounding like an astronomer, like I know a thing or two. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. Uh, because, so here's the thing. that We, we are uh, the final moments that we could take photos of this thing. So uh, what I am going to do, the, the moment we end this podcast, uh, is I am out the door uh, and I'm going to test out uh, doing the comet photos on the iPhone. Now, Astrophotography is something that the iPhone doesn't really excel at uh, unless you have the iPhone 11 Pro with the nighttime photography uh, horse mumbo jumbo. Gee, really, I wish they might have to try it. Definitely give it a try. So if you have the iPhone 11, uh, give that night mode a try because I I definitely would love to see it. I am going to. Now, this is night mode without the uh, app. This is uh, right. right. This is the build. This the build-in one because I've seen uh, a few people post on the on Reddit on the iPhone photography mobile mobile photography, um, the space subreddit, and the iPhoneography um, subreddits pictures they took with their iPhone 11. Um, some edited. One person even said edited in the Photos app, so they didn't even use Photoshop or anything else, and. Admittedly, we're not talking, oh, throw away your expensive camera because this is going <laughs> to replace it. But they did pick up the comet. You can see the comet and the tail. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's it, pretty it, decent. It's not yeah, like. For a smartphone that you're probably hand holding or just kind of butting up against okay, something. I was gonna yeah. I was going to ask. I mean, I didn't. Unfortunately, my tripod's not here. Um, but I do. But I do have gonna, a Joby you know grip, but I'm missing the top part. Let me do this real quick, if you don't mind. I'm going to share my screen real quick. And let me bring up 
this. Okay. So now, of course, stuff on the internet, grain of salt, you know, assuming everyone's telling the truth about this. But this is someone with an iPhone here, and it says down here, uh, literally my phone propped up against the guardrail, destabilized it, turned on night mode, and exposed for 10 seconds. That makes sense. That tracks. I've seen So they got that of the comet. Perfect. And there's someone else with the comet photo. Now, this is Joshua Tree National Park, so you're pretty dark out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. At 920 at night. And there's someone else. Now, that one, obviously, a lot more pollution there, but... Okay, there we go. Um, this person was in Poland on a tripod, thirty seconds. With I'll use mode. my uh, I, I'll use my gimbal. Okay. So what I just really wanted to say, because we are ending this podcast in just a minute, literally. <laughs> um, now's the time to do it. So if you are going out. Uh, or, or have any inclination to, to go out and take photos, do it now. Hashtag tiny shutter on Instagram. And we want to see your photos. If you have the iPhone 11 and are able to use night mode, uh, definitely take your shots. And Hey, if you have a regular camera also do tag, hashtag tiny shutter because we want to see those photos too. So next week we will show off some of the better photos if, if, uh, if, if we can. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that will be super awesome. Uh, Matt and I had a tremendous time just kind of kicking back, virtually hanging out with one another. Let's put it this way. We did some massive social distancing. <laughs> yeah. Was that 800 miles? About 800 miles. So you can't, you can't ask for any, uh, anything better than that. We were photographing the same subject. We didn't get in each other's way. Holy crap. We, we, we rocked on that side. <laughs> But um, gentlemen, uh, hopefully this will be uh, the start of something really great. Uh, we, we have, I, I think, worked out all the possible, uh, worked out all the kinks and, and everything. We, we are uh, upgrading everything and, and we are uh, moving along. We are... I swear we're going to be on YouTube with the podcast. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, things are starting to, to look bright and uh, I, I can't wait to see what we could do in, in the coming future. So with that, where can everybody find you on the web? Let's start with you, Greg. You can find all my online links at, uh, Hold uh, on, Greg. Hold on, Greg. Greg, unplug and plug back in. Really? <laughs> While you're doing that, Greg, Matt, where can the people find you on the web? All right, check me out at Instagram, Flickr, Twitter, Dayflash, Artful Eye Phonography Community, all of those at M. Hoffman Photo. How about you, Dave? Sure. Uh, the photography on Instagram is ProfPod. Uh, photography in general, yelling it into the void on Twitter is ProfPod. Sweet. How about you, Greg? Let's go back to you. <laughs> How do I sound now? Perfect. <laughs> I don't know why this dumb thing does that. But anyway, uh, you're going to find all my online links at about.me slash McMillan and uh, over at the Artful Life Photography community as well. Sweet. And how about you, Matt? 
We did me already. Oh, we did you, Joe. Yeah. Did we do you? <laughs> yeah, not yet. Uh, you can find me <laughs> at Joseph Ferreira on Instagram. Perfect. And you can find me, Mark Sadowski, on Instagram. Do a search for Mark Sadowski. It's Mark with a C. And uh, of course, you know, find all of us on tinyshutter.com, youtube.com, and all of the places podcasts can be found. And I could say that literally all places that podcast can be found. So that's pretty wild. So that's all for this week. We'll see you next time. I should have had the music queued up. (laughs) Oh, that is such a miss on my part. Here we go. Like and subscribe.